This is FM 100.5, 101.9, AM 1450, and WGNSRadio.com. Rutherford County's Place to Talk. We interrupt this program to bring you the following message. What if everything you've been told about money was a lie? It's time for the truth. Welcome to Financial Coaching Radio, where cookie-cutter financial advice just doesn't cut it. With your host, certified financial planner, Jason Qualls. He's giving it to you straight and pulling back the curtains on the financial advice industry. No hidden agenda and no one-size-fits-all baby steps. Only unbiased, objective help for your entire financial life. Tackling your money questions at 893-1450. And now, here's the host of Financial Coaching Radio, commission-free, certified financial planner, Jason Qualls. What is up, everyone? Show giving you the truth about personal finance. This is Financial Coaching Radio, and I'm your host, Jason Qualls, certified financial planner, one of the only independent commission-free financial advisors in Rutherford County. For all about me, check out jasonqualscfp.com. That's J-A-S-O-N-Q-U-A-L-L-S-C-F-P.com. Questions, emails, comments, whatever you got going on today, send them in. Click email the show at financialcoachingradio.com. A lot of people sell things for profit. They sell real estate for profit. They sell other investments for, for profit. Let's talk a little bit about taxes today and what are those implications when you flip things for some extra money. Uh, flipping houses obviously is getting into the larger scheme of the big bucks. You buy real estate a little down in price, you fix it up, you sell it quickly. What could be easier? Well, that's a whole other show. People that do this for a living actually do are quite successful at it. Surely they know the tax implications of doing that, but do you? If you buy a house, fix it up, and then sell it in less than a year, you're going to pay short-term capital gains tax rates. That sounds complicated. All short-term capital gains tax rates means is going to be at your ordinary income tax rate. It could be at the 10% rate, the 12 the 22 the 24%, 32 or 35 percent tax rate so when you own an investment or something that's grown in value this is typical it's it's typical not every asset is going to work this way from tax standpoint but you buy something let's say for a hundred bucks and you sell it for 200 bucks you got a hundred dollar profit a hundred dollar gain a hundred dollar capital gain if you will assuming it's a capital asset since and if you did not own that asset for 12 months and a day I think that's the rule, 12 months, at least 12 months, then if you've owned it less than 12 months or less, then that $100 profit is taxed at short-term capital gains rates, which just means your ordinary income tax rate. So in a very simple sense, let's say your income was $30,000 and you're single. I think that puts you around the 12% tax bracket, maybe even the 10, and then you add this $100 capital gain to it that you have owned less than a year, or you did own less than a year, that capital gain is going to be taxed at that 12% ordinary income tax rate. But what about if you own the asset longer than one year, longer than 12 months in a day, what happens then? Well, then... You get some special 
tax treatment. Now, it couldn't be, might not be special depending on your situation. That example I just gave was a very simplistic example. That person was in the 10 or 12% tax bracket. They have a capital gain. They'd actually be okay to sell it in a short-term gain situation, better than a long-term gain situation because long-term, well, that's not true, thinking about the uh, 0% tax rate. So if you're in the 15% or 12% tax bracket, rather, that's what it used to be, still getting used to the Trump tax breaks here. If you're in the 12% tax bracket or lower, so you're in the 10 or 12, and you have a long-term capital gain, long-term, you've owned it for more than one year, you'll pay zero percent taxes. If you're in the 22% tax bracket for your income or above, then you're going to pay, in most cases, 15% tax capital gains taxes. Now, you could be higher. You could pay the 20. You could have a, a Medicare extra a Medicare premium or extra investment tax on that. We won't get into that. That's where your really high in income earners are going to lie. Most people aren't in those tax brackets. They're in the 22, the 24, the 32. And if you have a long, that is a percentage. If you have a long-term capital gain, an asset you've made a profit on that you've owned for longer or did own longer than one year, and that gain is going to be taxed at 15%. If you're in the 12% tax bracket or lower, that gain is taxed at 0%. Where does this come into play most often for those selling capital assets? What's capital asset? Real estate, stocks, bonds, those other types of investments. The 0% capital gains tax rate, where you pay no tax at all on the gain, comes into play for those who have middle class income who are retired. We can manipulate your income sources. We take some from maybe a Roth IRA. We take some from a 401k. And we take some from selling investments. And we use that gain or investment income. And we use it and sell it because we can sell it and do so at 0% taxes because we've been able to structure our income in a way that we remain or you remain in the 12% tax bracket. But for many who have capital assets, it's not an option, right? You're going to be in the 22% tax bracket or higher, and you're going to pay 15% capital gains taxes um, on your long-term gains. So the moral of all of this tax speak having to do with things you sell for profit, one, you want to avoid short-term capital gains taxes if you can. You want to own the asset for longer than one year if possible. That's not always the case. If you're day trading or maybe you bought some shares of Boeing stock when it was down and then it come, had a little spike and now you want to sell it a month later just to cash in, take your gains off the table, nothing you can do about that. But most of the time you're going to be investing in something you're going to own for a while and you're looking at, own, you're looking at selling it for whatever purpose. If you can, try to hold it for longer than a year because you're going to get lower tax gain treatment. Now, the hiccup here on anything you're selling for a profit, there's two snags you can run into. So I don't care what you're selling, real estate or investments, is that gain that you made. So let's just expand the numbers a little bit here. So you sold a piece of land for $50,000 and you had of that $50,000, 10000 of your 50000 was profit. 
Well, that $10,000 profit is now going to show on your tax return. Now, it's it's not going to be included in your, if it's long-term gain here, it's something you own for longer than a year. It's not going to be taxed at your income rate, even though it's showing on your tax return. It's going to be taxed at that long-term 15% rate, but the overall total income could bump you in since you know, it's your regular salary, maybe some side business income plus your gain all gets totaled together to determine what your tax bracket is. So you actually could bump up into a higher bracket because of the sale of the asset. Therefore, if that were the case, your other non-investment income, your other, your other non-capital gain income, your salary, your small business income, could be taxed at a higher rate because of you selling this asset. The other, and you want to do these calculations, this is, when you're selling capital assets, you're doing this without a CFP and or a CPA probably going to get yourself in trouble. This has got to be planned out. The question is, okay, I'm thinking about selling this. What are my tax applications? What if I sell it now? What if I wait till 2021? Those are the questions you need to be answering. And the tax code can be a little difficult to understand at times. But the other snag you'll run into, this is more geared for retirees than anyone else. The other snag that it could cost you tax dollars, unexpected tax dollars, would be if you have Social Security income. So now you have pension income, let's say social, some 401k income, and you're cruising along nicely. You're happy with your tax bracket where you are in retirement. And then you sell this asset for a gain. That gain, again, gets added to your total income to determine what tax bracket you're in, like we just talked about previously. But it also, since the amount of Social Security income that you receive, the amount that gets taxed, is depending on your total income, you could cross over a certain level of total income, therefore making your Social Security income more taxed or taxed at a different level. I won't go into the details of the amounts, but you need to know these figures. Same thing with doing things like a Roth conversion. So long story short, if you're selling stuff for profit, Congratulations, but you're going to have to pay some taxes in many cases on that profit. And it's not just the tax on that profit you need to be concerned about. You need to be concerned about the total tax picture. How does it change everything you have as far as income when you sell an investment asset? If you have questions, tax or otherwise, hit me up online. Click email the show at financialcoachingradio.com. I'm your host, Jason Qualls, certified financial planner, one of the only, that's right, one of the only independent commission-free financial advisors in Rutherford County. Back at you right after this. Would you like your business to be more efficient? Well-organized financial records are the foundation of any successful business. Taking advantage of your competition today by calling Tothero Helen Welch CPAs at 848-1072. They can provide you with expert bookkeeping, payroll services, tax planning, and much, much more. Go to thwcpa.com or call them at 848-1072 today.
Okay, folks, I've said it before, but I'm going to say it again. If you were my client or a loved one, I would never let you get your wills done online. This is truly a case of where you only get what you pay for, and those you leave behind will be the ones to pay the price. Go see estate planning attorney John Baker today by calling 896-5621 or go to bakercouncil.com. Again, that's 896-5621 or bakercouncil.com. Get the expert estate planning advice you need today. Back on the show. This is Financial Coaching Radio. Glad you're with me today. As you tuned in last segment, we're still talking taxes, or we're going to be talking taxes. We're going to talk about capital gains, expand on that uh, a little bit more from the last segment, expand on taxation of Social Security. And on that note, what about Trump's new proposed payroll tax cut? Would it terminate Social Security? President Donald Trump, this is according to CNBC. Financial pornography. President Donald Trump signed a new executive order over the weekend with the aim of shoring up the U.S. economy as Congress remains deadlocked on an agreement for the next stimulus package. One of those changes called for a temporary payroll tax holiday, which Trump said he would make permanent if he's reelected. So he basically wants to cut the amount of payroll taxes. What are payroll taxes? Payroll taxes, if you get a paycheck, or if you're self-employed, you pay them too. But they are your portion that you owe uh, for Social Security and Medicare. Now, Social Security is your future retirement income. Hopefully, it's there. Uh, Medicare is your future health insurance plan when you're turning 65 and beyond. So, you're paying into these systems through payroll taxes. Your employer is withholding them, sending them in. And so these for these future benefits, so like insurance premiums almost, or savings if you want to think, think about it. One is retirement savings into the Social Security system. One is a health insurance premium for a policy you'll get when you're 65 and, unless something changes. So those are what payroll taxes are. You're responsible for your portion or your half as an employee. You're resp- as an, your employer is responsible for the other half to equal the total 100% of payroll taxes. Do you, if you're self-employed, you're paying both sides of the payroll taxes. So, what people are projecting here, critics worry that that would lead to sweeping changes for Social Security, which is funded through those taxes and reduced benefits for everyone. Now, I'm no mathematician here, but weren't wasn't Social Security already in trouble anyway? Wasn't it already having some issues? I believe it was. It was it 2030-something, late 2030s. The Social Security system was supposed to not have enough income coming in to fund its current outflow. So, of course, if you start taking in less money, you're just expanding on that problem. Surely there is a solution. According to CNBC, President Donald Trump's executive order calling for a payroll tax holiday is prompting me to ask, what does this mean for the future of Social Security? Whether the president's move ultimately will hurt the program depends on who you ask. Payroll taxes are taken from both the employer and workers to help fund the programs, as mentioned before, social and Medicare. Uh, I'll spare you the amount of taxation. If you want to know the amount of social security taxes and Medicare taxes, just look it up. 
Trump announced over the weekend he plans to put a temporary payroll tax holiday in place for workers who make less than 100000 per year. So just, what's a holiday? A weekend? A day? Eh. Big deal. The tax suspension would likely run from as soon as August to the end of the year. Oh, it's huge, right? It's not just a weekend. That's a long, that's a long holiday. So basically no tax, no payroll taxes for the end till the end of the year. Uh, he says, if I'm victorious on November 3rd, I plan to forgive these taxes and make permanent cuts to the payroll tax. So will this or will this not hurt the system? Uh, Social Security system currently has reserves of $2.9 trillion. Meanwhile, payroll taxes bring in $1 trillion per year. Uh, if he throws it out until the end of 2023, then benefits would stop because there's not enough money in the accumulated reserve. Using general revenue would take an active Congress. Trump will certainly make the case that he has power. It's not clear to me that he has. So, obviously, anytime taxes are cut, it's good for us, right? It's good for us in the short term. But monkeying around with this, I don't know. We got, we got to have some long-term plans set out here. We can't just start chopping payroll taxes just because it sounds cool on TV and then it's going to get you reelected. Because this system is already broken. It's already, already messed up. And I won't go into the ways that the system was set up in a messed up way to lead us here, but it's been on the political agenda for quite some time, is that we got to do something. Either taxes have to be raised, uh, not cut, to save Social Security. I think Medicare is not in a good shape either. But I think Social Security, if I'm not mistaken, is a little worse off. But we got to raise taxes to fix the broken system, or the system will run out of money or not have enough money coming in at a certain point. Or we have to just basically delay the age that one can start receiving benefits, or both. And both of those things would lessen the strain on the, uh, the numbers that we currently have. So anything you're doing differently than uh, where we are has to take a toll. Has to take a toll. So what does this mean in the long run if anything is done with payroll taxes other than uh, increasing the amount of taxation? It just means that the problems of the Social Security system is going to come sooner rather than later. That's really what it means. But nonetheless, he is going to propose a cut. Uh, it's not something I would mess with. Here's what I would want to see done with Social Security, and it probably wouldn't be done to get done because Congress is so idiotic. Now, we have this cap on, we've talked about it many times on Financial Coaching Radio. Now, if you're a higher income earner, you're, you should be aware, well aware of this. So the number's around 120000 or so. I'm not looking up the exact figure. Makes no, no difference for this conversation. So essentially, if you make more than $120,000 a year, uh, you no longer pay into the Social Security system. I paused because think about that. So if you make $1 to around $120,000 per year, then you pay into the Social Security system. If you make more, than $120,000. The amount you make above that $120,000, you do not pay into the Social Security system. 
Now, I guess the thinking here was, you know, we don't need to take so much from all these high income earners because they're never going to be able to receive it back because we have to cap benefits somewhere. That makes sense. But we're in this dire crisis or we're going to end up in this dire crisis and changes have to be made to Social Security. And now it doesn't seem like it makes a whole lot of sense to do that. It seems like another tax break for the, the, the high income. And I'm, I'm not for paying more taxes. If you've ever listened to my past tax shows, you know that I hate taxes. But I hate stupid tax laws more than I hate paying taxes because a lot of the tax laws that are on the books, a lot of that are on the books, they make no sense. And a lot of the retirement plan laws, a lot of the IRA distribution rules and how they've messed with that over the years, uh, the, the Social Security rules were always janky, and we've had some major changes to those in the last few years. But does it make any sense why some of these rules exist? And same thing with some of the inheritance tax rules and the gift tax rules. They've made everything over the years since the tax income tax came into effect in the United States. They've added to it and added to it and made it crazier and stupider and more stupid and dumber and more weird, whatever the right English terminology. I'm just trying to be cute. But they've messed with it and messed with it till it's so freaking complex that it's hard to unwind this stuff now. And it's hard to go back, well, this makes sense for the, the, the mass majority and this doesn't make sense for the mass majority. Because the people driving uh, the political engine are the people with money. And the people with money don't want to see their tax code monkeyed with because they're, they want to see it cut, but they don't want to see them paying any more. It's at least how most people interpret it. So we'll see if this happens. Maybe we'll get a short-term tax break on Social Security and payroll taxes till the end of the year, and that'll help out everyone while we're going through this mess. But we got to address the problem. we got to tackle and beat down that elephant in the room is what are we going to do uh, to stop Social Security and Medicare from running out of money in the next 10, 15, 20, 30 years? Because it's coming. The experts have long predicted it. It may not be in your lifetime, but it will probably be in mine, certainly in my children's and your children's. All right, if you got a question, get a comment. If you just want to chime in with a disagreement, hit me up, click email the show or any of the social media links at financialcoachingradio.com. This is the one show giving you the truth. Listen up. When is the last time you talked with an independent, objective, certified financial planner? Do yourself a favor and get a second opinion on your investments and financial plan. Call me, Jason Qualls, the only certified financial planner today at 878-2134 or go to jasonquallscfp.com. We have many great insurance agents in Rutherford County. The trouble is most of them really don't work for you and me. That's why I only recommend the independent agents of Middle Tennessee Insurance Group. They've helped many of my clients get the home and auto insurance coverages they need while also saving them hundreds, if not thousands of dollars. See if you're wasting money on home and auto insurance today by calling Middle Tennessee Insurance Group at 898-0053. That's 898-0053. Would you trust your doctor or surgeon if they had never been to medical school? Of course not. So why trust your financial future to a financial advisor with little training or education? 
anyone can call themselves a financial planner or a financial advisor, but a certified financial planner has been extensively trained. My name is Jason Qualls, and I am one of just a few certified financial planners in this area. So ask your current advisor about their education and training. Then call me, Jason Qualls, Certified Financial Planner at 878-2134 or go to jasonquallscfp.com. Did you know that the U.S. tax code has over 70,000 pages? This is precisely why you must have a tax expert on your team. The folks at THNW CPAs have been providing their expertise to individuals and businesses in Middle Tennessee for over 50 years. And now they have an office right here in Murfreesboro. Call Kevin Sizemore today with THNW CPAs at 848-1072. That's 848-1072 or online at THWCPA.com. the one show giving you the truth about personal finance this is financial coaching radio no books to sell certainly not peddling any live event tickets or financial products those other shows those other financial salespeople do such a great job at that why would we want to combat with those people i'm your host jason qual certified financial planner one of the only independent commission free financial advisors in rutherford county for all about me jason qual's cfp.com jason walls with the q cfp.com of course cfp sending for certified financial plan if your advisor is not independent only working for you if your advisor is not only compensated by you who else would they be compensated by when well, they could be compensated by investment companies insurance companies they could be giving back giving kickbacks or referral fees or win trips or get bonuses for getting you to take action on some high cost financial product not in your best interest that's why you only should be paying them or you're the only one that should be paying them that would be fee only would be the proper term also making sure they are a certified financial planner again the website to learn more about me what i do and all of that info is financialcoachingradio.com as promised we'll talk about calculating taxes on social security benefits you can pay tax up to on up to 85% of your social security benefits if you have other sources of income such as working or withdrawals from your retirement accounts so what is the trick for minimizing taxes on your social security benefits now we we could, we could come back we could debate this till we're freaking crazy why are you ever going to owe taxes on Social Security ever in your lifetime? Because didn't you pay tax on it when you made those dollars and made the contribution to the Social Security system? Yes, you did. So it is a form of double taxation for many, at least in partial double taxation. Being taxed twice on the same dollars. Uh, certainly not any growth there. You're not taking out profit in the beginning. You're mainly probably never going to recoup what you put into the system. So the trick here is to make sure you're aware of your income sources because there are levels of taxation of your Social Security. Either 50% of your benefits are going to be taxed, 85% of your benefits are going to be taxed, or 0% of your benefits will be taxed. And the, the factor of how much of a percentage of your benefits from Social Security are taxed depends on the amount of total income that you have. So tax planning that goes into retirement distribution, retirement income, it's there, folks. So if you're listening right now, you're like, 
I don't need someone. I'll do this on my own. I don't need a financial guy. I don't trust financial guys or girls. You know, they're all in it for themselves. Or I can go out here to Vanguard and buy some low cost. Yeah, you, you can. I'm not saying there's not parts of financial planning you cannot and should not do for yourself because it saves you money. Uh, we could debate that as well as far as the value it an advisor creates. But what I'm talking about is the intangibles as far as if you're high income, high asset, business owner, uh, getting started, you don't know where to start. The financial planning aspects of those situations, you, you can't do it on yourself. You cannot do it on your own. It's like trying to do surgery on yourself, like trying to you know, fix a broken bone uh, on yourself. You, just, you can't do it. Now, can't do it well, right? You're going to mess something up. And as you get into retirement, I don't care if you're middle class, upper class, low class, if you're trying to make it on your investments, your social security, your pension, you're trying to figure out all of the aspects that go into the factors that could impact you, taxes are a big factor there. And you must understand how and where and when to take income in retirement. It's not something that's a DIY. And I realize a lot of financial advisors do not have your best interest at heart, which is one of the reasons that I do this show. But not everyone is like that. Find an in, I started this segment off this way. I'll close it this way. Find an independent fee-only, not fee-based, fee-only certified financial planner. And then you're well on your way to making sure we're going to receive the advice that you deserve, advice that's in your best interest, advice that will not take you down a screwy road having to undo things later on. I'm Jason Kowal, Certified Financial Planner. Hang in there. We'll wrap up the show right after this short break. Keep it locked in right here on WGNS. Buying a house is stressful, and so is shopping for a mortgage. Take my advice and get a second opinion on the mortgage for your new home or your refinance. Not all banks and mortgage companies are created equal. Trust me on this. Call my friend Marshall Sparkman with Franklin Synergy Bank at 615-439-0885. Great team, great process, and the best rates. Marshall Sparkman with Franklin Synergy Bank at 615-439-0885. Donegal offers car and homeowner's insurance at rates that are very competitive. So competitive that Donegal's car insurance rates are among the lowest in the state. And if you insure your car and home with Donegal, Donegal will take up to an additional 10% off their already low rates. Donegal, a better value. Let us quote your auto at home and maximize your discounts. Call Middle Tennessee Insurance Group at 615-898-0053. Hey, Financial Coaching Radio listeners, if you don't understand exactly how your financial advisor is compensated, you could be in big trouble. My name is Jason Qualls, a commission-free certified financial planner. To learn more about why my process is so unique, go to JasonQualsCFP.com or call 878-2134 today. Welcome back. I appreciate you having your radio locked in right here on WGNS every weekday at 4 o'clock. So you can tune in to Financial Coaching Radio. Don't forget about all the other great local shows and sports we have on WGNS. Or they have, I shouldn't say we. 
uh, WGNSS because this is a local station. Support local. I try to support local. About to make a pretty big purchase here pretty soon of some things, and I'm trying to try to do it locally. I'm a local business owner. I appreciate you shopping local and listening local. Uh, If you miss any part of today's show, the podcast will be up soon at financialcoachingradio.com. Just click on archives. If you're looking to learn more about some of the topics and some of the issues and major and, and mainly the way the industry operates, if you're kind of confused about fee based and fee only and CFP this and CFP that and what it all really means to you and your financial life. There's a lot of information, not a ton, but enough to get you started at JasonQualsCFP.com. Not all advisors are created equal. You may not even be sure what your advisor does. I am a comprehensive fee-only CFP who's in business for my clients. That's it. Learn more at JasonQualsCFP.com. Get a second opinion on your investments and your retirement plan ASAP. All right, I'm out of here for today. I'll be back at you next time. Appreciate you tuning in. I'll see you then. Have a safe and happy afternoon. Stay tuned. More local talk up right after this.